So I have the resources, but I really just want to take the time and invest my money because rather than just letting it sit in your bank account, it like it's so much more effective to put it into things, especially things that you're passionate about and like, you know, support. live reset reset welcome back to the podcast my friends today we are talking all about taking control of your money 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 we've done an episode on this prior but i think we're a little more prepared this time and have a little more experience with saving and budgeting and all that comes with having an income Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. It can be a big responsibility. I think like, especially at, at our young age, it's like, oh, you start to make money and it's like, oh, wow, I finally have money. Like, what am I going to do with it? What am I going to spend? And that can be overwhelming. So I think a lot of what we're going to be talking about is how we save and how best to save and just like also doing things on a budget. Um, I used to, I remember in high school, I used to always watch stuff like shopping on a budget, like going to the grocery mm-hmm. store on a budget. So like, one thing, this is random. I don't know if we're getting into right now, but I'm trying to limit myself to one grocery trip a week because I don't know why I get this like satisfaction from going to the grocery store and I want to just buy things I don't necessarily need or I don't necessarily eat. Um, and then it's like, oh, I don't eat them. They go bad. It's a waste of money. And I, that's how I look at like, I look at food that way a lot. My mom, I think, instilled that into me, like wasting yeah. food. My mom always says, waste not, want not. I like that. <laughs> so I used to limit myself to at least one trip because the horrible thing is I'd find a new recipe and then I'd say, oh, I don't have two ingredients and then I'd go to the store and then I end up buying something I don't need. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the things that I wrote down in my notes was don't go to the grocery store hungry. Yes. And to do that. And then I'm purchasing shit that I don't need. So that. dangerous. So mm-hmm. dangerous. I think a great thing with food is like realizing how many things you can kind of like – Things that you obviously could buy at the store, but that you can kind of, I don't want to say DIY, but like things that you could just kind of put together at home instead of buying them at the store. I think one thing is like with drinks and like for me in particular, it's coffee, like buying things out just because I'm out and I'm thirsty. I'm like, oh, I want to drink right now or like a kombucha or something. And I go out and buy something where it's like, I did not need to do that. If I just go home and really get into my fridge or the pantry, yeah. I'll be fine. And limiting eating out too, especially in college. Yes, that's a huge one. Sure. I am really trying to do that. I just told my dad that I was doing that. It's tough too, because that comes with like a social pressure or it's like you want to hang out with your friends and you feel awkward saying no, like, oh, I'm trying not Mm -hmm. to spend money, but like, that's a totally fair thing to say. Yeah. Um, I think one thing with that, that could be good is kind of doing like a day of the week thing or really budgeting that money that you want to lay out. Um, I think that, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, that like kind of perfectly segues into what I was going to say. I was, mm-hmm. gonna, we were talking about ways we budget our money and ways we kind of organize it in a way where we know where it's going. 
so you don't get lost in the receipts and all of that jazz Mm -hmm. and the little you know reminder to pay your credit card bill at the end of the month so i've been using an app called mint if you just look up like mint money it'll it'll probably show up interesting really nice on the computer it's a little more easy to navigate that way very pleasing to the eye super easy to understand um but you can organize your money in a way where you'll budget you know i'm gonna spend 30 dollars on going out to food this week maybe that's even a little too much um and that could be one meal that could be two meals Mm -hmm. some on gas some on groceries some on like little spending savings it's just a way to you know where everything is going Mm -hmm. yeah that reminds me so both sarah and i before filming or recording this watched this one youtuber i feel like we have to give her a shout out because if you guys need more information go to i don't know how to pronounce her last name it's like elena Tabor, maybe i think it's Tabor. Tabor. Mm -hmm. but (laughs) in in her video she talked about a 50 30 20 rule where 50 percent of the amount of money you're making goes towards essentials 30 percent goes towards non-essentials so that's when you can like splurge or shop or go out to food um, and then the last 20 percent goes into your savings and this is kind of like a really bare like breakdown obviously you can mm-hmm. work your way up to saving more I would say of your paycheck per month but mm-hmm. um, I really liked that just kind of general basis rule because I feel like that still gives you a decent amount to spend where you don't feel like you're 100 percent confined um, yeah there's there was also a really good quote in this video where it said don't save what is left after spending but spend what is left after saving and i think that was a warm that is lovely <laughs> but um <laughs> i think that's a good way to look at it because i think a lot of the times when you're young and you get a paycheck for the first time you're immediately thinking about all the things that you want to buy or things that you know you've been saving for and it's easy to just immediately spend that money because you're like, oh, well, I have all this money now. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. before you know it, you lose track of what you're spending really easily. I will also say on top of that, when I think savings, maybe just because the way it's been talked in my household growing up, but I always think long-term for an emergency. Something in the future. Something super mm-hmm. in the future. I'm talking yeah. like 15, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. Again, at our age, I think there's a way to distinguish your short-term goals for saving and your long-term goals for saving maybe even have two saving accounts if Mm -hmm. that's even possible Mm -hmm. so you can kind of manage how much goes with you know instant gratification in Mm a few months to a year or more years down the line I don't know yeah I think it's definitely hard for our generation to think about the future in general, especially (laughs) when it comes to money, just because it seems so out of reach. And also when you're at this age, like your 20s, there's this other weird pressure of like live in the moment and get the most out of your time now. And then that can come with like an economic expense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Kind of like an easy way to justify it in the moment. And I've definitely been there. But yeah, you have to think Same. about your future self too because we want to be financially independent. <laughs> yeah. Something that I like have done in the past and also that I heard someone else do, I heard this woman, um, well, it wasn't actually me. It was somebody that my friend was talking to and she did this thing with her family 
that they called No Spend November. And they literally only, the only things they spent money on in November, like kind of in preparation for Christmas, I would assume, um, is go to the grocery store. Like they did not eat out. They cooked everything from home. They didn't buy things they didn't need to. And then, you know, that probably set them up in a really nice financial position in December. And obviously that's like a little extreme, you know, who knows what incidental could come up, but I was trying to, before I went to Florida a few months ago, like trying not to spend money in preparation for that trip so that I could, you know, splurge and obviously on vacation, you're eating out and buying a lot of things. So I think kind of like thinking about the short-term future is a good thing. Thinking about the things you're going to spend money on, um, the things you want to spend money on at a future date and how to prepare for that on the front end is a good thing that, I do want to get better at because I can be really impulsive with money and I see things and I'm like, oh, I know I have money. So I'm just going to buy this. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is bad. I feel like a lot of the internal, I mean, most of us all have this, but the internal battle I have when I want something is like, okay, do I just want this or, or do I need this? Yeah. And, and most of the time I don't need it. On <laughs> a want. And that goes yeah. back to that rule, though, you were saying the 50, 30, 20 and necessity and a desire. One thing that's been really eye-opening for me actually is because a lot of the time I spend money on uh, clothes. Like that's, that's a top priority for me just because nowadays things change really um, fast trends and whatnot. But when I've been, I I leave for Hawaii tomorrow, right. And I've been packing a ton and I'm like, I have so much, like so many different outfits I could bring, you know, and I'm trying to like limit my packing now. I'm like, I don't need more clothes. Like I have so much stuff already and it was kind of eye-opening because I didn't buy anything new for this trip um and I I feel like that's a common thing to do before you go on like a trip like Hawaii too um so yeah that was eye-opening I guess I can share my quick tip now um I'm a huge fan of spreadsheets it's very simple like pretty self-explanatory too but I have one for college specifically where I list out like how much will go towards rent, tuition, so smart. Um, oh groceries. And then I have like my scholarships listed and my financial aid from Berkeley listed. Um, so that, and it's shared with both my parents too, because obviously I don't pay for everything when it comes to college. And then I have a personal one where I just list out things that I'm buying because even though my card, like my credit card and my debit card track these things and I can look at them, when you really list them out on a spreadsheet, it makes you a lot more aware of what you're spending. And I'm trying to really track like, okay, here's where I ate out this month. Like, did I really need to eat out here? And just like really take the time to (laughs) evaluate what you're spending. And there's a lot of like things I wrote out like my last month's spending because my bill was a lot higher than it usually is and I wanted to like visualize it and it's a lot um more effective to see it all next to each other than on your credit card bill in my personal opinion but um yeah I recommend spreadsheets I think that's a phenomenal tip and I really really want to force myself to do that I think that would really prevent me from spending excessive money on things that I don't need to especially for college like if you want to yeah lay out your college expenses Cause that one doesn't take super long because it's just a few big payments, but um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> now, um, another thing that I've in the spreadsheets and then the budgeting, like laying it out. One thing that I keep forgetting to do is take account of the Venmos that I'm getting. I don't know if whoa, you guys take this into account. But even if I pay for something like 100% and then I'm getting paid back for it, I'm not accounting for it in my spreadsheets or 
any of that. I just thought of that, which is kind no, of Sarah. That's what um that's why I had to write it all in my journal the other day because I had to check off things I was reimbursed for because I had paid for like some dental things that my parents will cover. And so that's why my bill was like significantly higher. Mm-hmm. But I really needed to like look through and check off things to make sure I was paid back on a lot because yeah. it's super easy to lose track of that. For sure. That is fascinating. I feel like 75% <laughs> of my life like occurs through Venmo. <laughs> well, you're working that much. True. Not only that, but like my roommates and I, we've been like, I want to say it's like, I don't want to say it's stingy because it's not because we're just all, you know, college students on a budget, but it's like, we will Venmo for the smallest things where I'm like, okay, this is excessive. I'm like, I'll just loan you this like $3 thing. Yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) it's tough because you don't want to get too comfortable because then it's like, that's what you get advantage of. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue. And that's an issue down the line. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that um, about me and my spending is that I'm just, I am really impulsive and I will spend things kind of willy nilly sometimes and only like after the fact, check myself and be like, why did I do that? But obviously at that point, it doesn't matter. So I think that using like apps or features of your banking um, can be really beneficial. And a friend of mine does that very consistently and um specifically and that's something that I really want to try and start doing is like actually putting money away and not touching it and not just bringing it out that was even a a bigger issue for me in high school because I'd put money in my savings account and I would transfer it over to my checking account all the time that's just because I didn't have that much money in high school and I was just like okay I need this money to buy something like there were times where I was like down bad and I actually like needed money in my checking account because it was like barren like (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're not that bad anymore, but um, yeah, automatically like, like having those features to kind of do things for you so that you don't, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you don't just kind of take over and do things and you can keep yourself in check, like without that temptation is a great thing. Totally. Another thing, very little, but if you're 18, go out and get yourself a credit card. It's really basic. It changes. You don't even have to be 18. Do you not? Really? Mm-mm. that's crazy I had mine when I was I think 17 because I it was under my mom's account though so I had to like mm. it was connected but you can start sooner, start sooner. and then you just yeah. disconnect when you get to age 18 I that makes sense huh. I will but yeah get a credit card get a credit card yeah your life just start building credit for yourself set and- month reminders to pay your bill mm-hmm. um and also don't increase your limit yeah don't increase your limit for <laughs> Mine's my card like automatically increases, but I do set reminders just so I can like Like, my transactions. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I don't check it constantly. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I actually only spend money on my credit card now. Like I never use my debit card for things unless it's like sometimes I feel silly pulling out the credit card for like a three dollar coffee, but um, yeah, that's so. Like sometimes I will kind of like. I'm like, mm, I haven't looked at this in maybe like a week. I should get in there and like see what's happening. <laughs> One other yeah. tip I have, um, especially if you're a student, well, pretty much only if you're a student, but apply for like local scholarships because they, a lot of the times you write one essay and you can send it off to a million different scholarships. And these are not, they don't necessarily need to be huge. Like I have one scholarship consistently right now that I'll probably just keep applying for throughout college because 
it's like easy and it's for girls in architecture. Like I'm, so you can look for things that are specific for you and your major and like just your circumstances, but this is money that I'm going to use towards like groceries and eating out. Um, mm-hmm. because my, um, academic expenses are Personal. covered, but, um, yeah, apply for local scholarships because I think that when you're a senior, there's a heavy emphasis on it. And when you're graduating, um, high school, everyone applies to their scholarships freshman year and you get whatever, but like continue that like <laughs> momentum. Yeah. Throughout the free college. money is still there. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, That's there's probably more tip. options as you get higher up too. Yeah. Also, as, like as senior, you get further into your degree. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was going to say also as a student, um, if you are choosing to spend money on shopping or, you know, bigger purchases, pull the student discount card. It will yes. save you. Literally. I just did that at the nail salon. I got my toes done. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was. I said, do you guys have a student discount? And they were like, yeah, it's 5%. I was like, bet. Give me. Give me, mm-hmm. give, give me, give me. Yeah, take advantage give of me. it. You only have a first <laughs> period of time and might as well use it. It's there for a reason. You guys, um, maybe to end it, we can say like a goal we have for, um, you know, the future of saving. One thing that comes to mind for me right away, and this is something I've done a lot of research on really, like I should give it more time though. And that's investing. I did the Robin hood thing for a while, but when there was that huge scandal that happened, I took my money out of Robin hood. Um, <laughs> but like my boyfriend is super educated on it. <laughs> I feel like that's so stereotypical, like boys talking stocks, but, um, and like my dad is super into it. Um, so I have the resources, but I really just want to take the time and invest my money because rather than just letting it sit in your bank account, it like it's so much more effective to put it into things especially things that you're passionate about and like you know support um so that's something I really just want to like sit down and like take a day or something to do some research on yeah I feel like every adult says that and tells you to do so and I never have um in my I took this public budgeting class last semester and they were talking about the difference between um things that have like I don't even know how you would refer to it because I'm so uneducated on the topic, but things that like build interest over time and that are like kind of growing with inflation as well as, and if you're leaving things in your saving account, like for your like local bank, like it's actually depreciating because, because of inflation levels and like it's, is really not good for the future of like investing in your money. So that's a great tip. So that's definitely something that I am thinking about, but have not taken the step to actually do Mm -hmm. um I would say my goal for probably just the next two years I mean it's just will be continuous um all of my working money I would like to put it in my savings and well not all but a good majority of it I liked it to go all in my savings and invest some of it because I would love to be financially independent when I graduate college I want to be able to pay for an apartment and my rent and just be free. So my goal yeah. is to work my ass off in school and a job the next two years so that I can actually Queen. be an adult when I graduate. I mean, everyone probably says that. I just, 
I really want to hold myself to But that. it's still a goal and that's still a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems so simple to just say like, I want to spend less, but I genuinely do want to spend less because I spend too much on things I don't need to spend money on. So like mm. a general goal is just like, especially with food. I mean, I am definitely getting better about it, but like there was a time where I was like, especially when I was working at a restaurant, like I was not eating at home, like yeah. hardly ever like aside from in the morning so like I do want to take better advantage of like just like making meals at home and not over buying things especially with like personal things like clothes and shoes and Mm -hmm. things like that which seems simple but even doing little things like um selling like clothes if you have nicer items I use thread up Mm -hmm. and you don't make like a ton of profit off of it, but it's just like another thing you can do to yeah. um, let go of items too. But I know we're constantly buying good. more things, but we really should minimize how much. Also clean out your closet and realize how much is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go pretend you're going to Hawaii and pack a suitcase and plan out this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, well, well, on that note. Thank you for tuning yeah. in, Reset um hopefully you took something away from this yeah. if you guys grab tips, a spreadsheet yeah if you guys have tips reach out to us like we are not pros at any of this we're literally yeah. college students who don't really know what's <laughs> going on and we're just trying to help um but like send us your tips if you have any absolutely and, and forget to follow the instagram account the reset.podcast and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and give us a follow. We would appreciate it. Yes, please. And next time you get a paycheck, save a chunk of it. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? 20%. Mm-hmm. 20%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Bye, Reset. Bye. Bye.